Because if you're doing what, what I call the spray and pray methodology, you're just throwing these key phrases everywhere. You're still not zoning in. You're still not focused on reaching the right people. Struggle to get your own marketing in place to draw in the right community for you and your business? Have a big goal or dream to change the world with your services, but can't seem to connect with the right people? Every month in Marketing and Growth Mastery, we have live trainings, hot seat coaching, and check-ins to keep you on track with creating the right marketing with the right message for your community. Take it for a test run of only a dollar for 30 days with the code podcast. Join at theaudienceconverter.com slash mastery. See you inside. Welcome to the Audience Converter Podcast the podcast for converting your audience from strangers to loyal fans. We dive deep and discuss how entrepreneurs, consultants, and coaches can level up their business to help more people in the world. Now here's your host, the creator of the audience conversion method, Kimberly Whitecamp. Community leaders, if you're looking on how to become an influencer in your space, this is the episode for you. We're not talking about how to game the system for Instagram or what it really means to beat an algorithm. Instead, we're focusing on the new economy, an expert-driven and information economy, where people are looking for other ordinary people who have knowledge about something that can help them. And that's exactly what we're diving into today with my guest, Bob Minhas. So if you want to build a community of the right people, we're chatting about how to attract that and make it a key part of your business. Listen in. Welcome to another episode of the Audience Converter Podcast. I'm Kimberly Whitecamp, your host, conversion copywriter, and marketing strategist. And today we're going to be talking about how you can get found online as the expert that you are. Really key part about growing and scaling as an entrepreneur is making it easier and easier for people to find you and what you do and how you can help them. And to help me talk about this very exciting and relevant topic is Bob Minhas. He is the authority to high-performing corporate and entrepreneurial leaders with his intense circle of expert value system to validate and clearly identify their vision and focus. He is the expert's expert, positioning you to attract opportunities naturally. His combined coaching, business ownership, education, and life experience align him perfectly to position you as the wanted expert in your field. He's been doing this for over 17 years of entrepreneurial experience. He's also a proud father to three future leaders, and he balances his need for stability with yoga and his humor with 90s trivia and pop lyrics, which I'm very intrigued to talk about. Uh, so, Bob, you know, thank you so much for being here and for coming on the show and talking with us about how we can make sure to get found online. Thank you, Kimberly, for having me. I've, I've heard some of the previous episodes and watched some of your lives, as I, as I told you. So I'm excited to be here. Thank you. I'm so excited to dive into this topic. It's one of those things that a lot of us kind of want to have that authority. We want to be seen as the authority, the seen as the expert. But then when it comes to making sure people can actually find us online, a lot of entrepreneurs are a little bit stumped. So before we dive into that, tell me a little bit about how you got started in this area and uh, kind of what was your journey like to get to what you're doing now? Yeah, that, I, I love talking about me. So uh, back in 2003, I, I started the side hustle business where I was fixing computers on the side while I, I worked full time. And in about 2008, during the big recession, I lost my job. 
and I'd love to tell you it was a recession, but actually it was, I was just a bad employee. And so I was forced, forced into entrepreneurship then. And I learned pretty quickly about what we call forced entrepreneurship or survival entrepreneurship, which is you just go out there and, and try and sell. The objective is how do you make money for a service that you offer? You're really selling time. And what I had learned back then is, you know, it really was a hustle. You didn't spend money on ads. All you did was network. And back in 2008, for a long time, of course, networking was the big thing. So I, I spent a lot of years just honing that networking craft and really getting to build this reputation as the go-to expert when it came to technology for your business. And as I would build that reputation, you know, I started to get higher, higher tier clients. I started getting into more builders and developers, more funny enough, some telecommunications companies, and uh, eventually was really blessed to get on HGTV and work with a number of HGTV personalities and, and sort of share my expertise there. And so what I had learned over that time was, you know, how to really establish myself as a go-to expert without spending tons of money on ads, whether traditional or digital and, and the more I did that and the more I crafted it, I started to sort of apply that knowledge to, to building uh, other businesses as well. So I'd, I'd meet a ton of business owners that would hide behind their brand, right? They'd say, oh, I'm, you know, Fix-It Repair or Windows Specialist Incorporated. And I would sort of talk to them about this idea of, you know, there's, there's one way of building a brand, but there's this other way of building this whole expertise brand. How do people get to know the person behind the brand. And, you know, when we, when we talk about that, there's this presumption of, of influency, right? The idea that they need to be the next Oprah. And, and really what it comes down to is it's, it's building an expertise brand that's, that's designed for an audience you want to attract. And that's what I had learned. So, you know, I, I sort of stumbled into this idea of uh, you can build an entire expertise brand and have a viable business around it. So gone are the days when you need a name for your plumbing business or a name for your dental practice. You know, today people are looking for that trust factor, that, um, that no like trust factor. And so what I do now is I really help people understand, you know, what is your expertise specifically? What is that knowledge that you offer? And how do we convert that into something that people are looking for online? So, you know, when you asked me what my story was, I got to be honest with you, I sort of stumbled into this, but it's been an amazing journey over the last few years, really honing in on that idea. Wow, that's such an interesting and and I love, you know, one of my favorite parts actually of interviewing all these wonderful and great entrepreneurs for the podcast is hearing how so many people, they have such a different journey to get to where we are, right? All mm -hmm. of us have our own little path. And, you know, from computer repairman to entrepreneurial coach is just, it's such a, a great approach to things. And I love that you're talking about how, you know, how did things used to be? Because digital marketing, especially, is one of those things that does change fairly rapidly. And you're right in that that no like, trust factor, people want to buy from people, especially when we're talking about buying expertise, right? We're not looking for, as you said, right, the, the computer repair guy. We want to know who the computer repair guy is. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely right. And I've forgotten the original author's name, but he talks about when people are buying a drill, they're not actually buying a drill. Uh, sorry, when people are trying to buy a drill bit, they're not actually dry, they're not buying the drill bit to make a hole. They're, they're actually, I've totally ruined this example, but the point I'm trying to I, I believe you're looking for the example of when people are looking to buy a drill, they're not looking for a drill, they're looking to buy the hole. Absolutely. And so when it comes to expertise businesses, they need, that, they need to trust that that person's going to make the right hole in the right place at the right time. They don't want someone who's just going to make multiple holes and cheese board their wall. 
So, you know, this is really the economy, the type of economy we're moving towards, this idea of expertise, knowledge, and influence. But again, not that level of, you know, when people use the word influencer, this idea of being an Instagram influencer, and it's all about photos and just selling lifestyle and beauty. You know, where we're at right now is local people, uh, average people, they want to buy from people that they get that's most like them. So when I meet a business owner and I try and I do talk to them about this idea of how do we build this expertise for you and how do we get found for that? It really resonates with them because most business owners are their very own customer. Yeah, I could definitely see that where a lot of us, you know, we got into what we do because we noticed that there was no one doing it, right? Right, exactly. And, and I think a lot, and, and I know a lot of us, create businesses because we have that specific skill as well. So we know other people, we assume other people aren't doing it or aren't doing it well, but we feel confidence. We know that we can drill a hole in our sleep and it's just everything we How are we selling everything about or how are we communicating everything about that hole? You know, it's not just about making the hole. It's, you know, what's that hole going to serve? Do I need to consider if that hole is in drywall or in concrete? There's all of this knowledge that exists around the very solutions people look for. And so, you know, we need to start getting business owners to understand and entrepreneurs how to understand how to monetize that part of their business. Fantastic. You know, it's so true that we have this idea of influencers because it's become like this new term in marketing, right? Influencer marketing, get somebody with a lot of people to promote your stuff and then other people will want your stuff. But it does work on that smaller scale and it works on, you know, pretty much anything you're looking for. And it's, I mean, in the history of marketing, a lot of us, we do like to start with, oh, hey, I'm looking for XYZ help. I'm going to ask a friend about it. But now with the internet and with social media, the ability to quote unquote, ask a friend has really expanded. So if we're an expert in whatever it is that we do, how can we kind of figure out exactly what people are looking for so that we can position ourselves as the expert that they're going to be most drawn to? That's a great question. And I think a lot of us as as entrepreneurs, we're, we're familiar with the idea of search engine optimization, the concept that we really need to create content for people to find us. But I think where a lot of entrepreneurs or even business owners struggle is what kind of content and what should I put in the content? So the first thing I encourage every entrepreneurial expert to think about is the idea of key phrases, which is what are the very words that not only define your expertise, but that people are looking for? So I'll give you an example. When you talk to a dentist and you say, hey, what do you do as a dentist? And I say, well, I clean teeth. You and I are going to accuse them of lying because we know the hygienist is really all the work. So we know it's not that, but we ask them to really dive in deeper. You know, what is it that you do besides clean teeth? Well, I help people who are scared of the dentist maintain oral health. So now we're really starting to drill down and get deep into what it is that expertise they have is. You can have five dentists line up who all have different specialties or different passions. So it's all about communicating that. And once you drill down in that expertise, once you figure out this is where my zone of genius is, we want to look at Google and we want to figure out how are people looking for that zone of genius. We might assume it's they're looking for, I need a dentist because I'm scared of the dentist. We might assume they're looking for the specific type of chemical that's being used to knock someone else so that they can get sleep dentistry. But we really, really need to figure that out by leveraging Google and by talking to the very people we want to help. My favorite question, Kimberly, is saying to people, hey, if you were looking for what it is that I do, how would you look in Google? What words would you use? And this is what makes up key phrasing. 
And when you understand those key phrasing, those key phrases, again, the very words that people are using to find your specific expertise, your niche expertise, that's what you litter all over your website, in your blogs, on your social media. And that's what helps you get found. That's the easiest low barrier option for any average business owner, as untech savvy as they are, to really start getting found for their expertise. That is such a great explanation of what SEO is. I mean, you know, so many people who who work in SEO and and use that kind of phrasing, you know, they'll start diving straight into the vocabulary words or what I, you know, the jargon. And it's like, well, for somebody who doesn't understand that, what is it? How does it work? And it's, I love that, you know, your favorite thing is to go out and ask people, you know, if you were looking for, for what I do, what would you put into Google? Because that is exactly the person you're looking to target. It's the exact mindset you need to get into of, you know, so many entrepreneurs, we're so close to what we do that it's sometimes hard for us to step back and think about, well, where are people coming from who don't know about what we do, who don't know the exact terms of what we do? They are looking for what we do. They just don't know the words yet. So being able to say, you know, hey, what you really need to do is go ask your ideal client, or my mm-hmm. favorite thing is to send out a survey to people as soon as they've bought from you and say, Hey, how'd you find me? What, what exactly. did you do? And that's, and that's another really great point is, you know, if you've been doing business for a while, ask people who have worked with you. There's a reason why they chose you say, Hey, what was it that you put into Google? How did you find me? What's it the phone book? So now not only are you understanding what those key phrases are, Kimberly, in, in the words that they're using, but now you're understanding the distribution that they're using to get you. So if your clients are saying, well, actually, Kimberly, I found you through the Yellow Pages, if they're still around, <laughs> or I, I saw you on a billboard, or I saw you in a Facebook group, now you're really honing in on where your clients are spending time and where you should be littering those key phrases. Because if you're doing what, what I call the spray and pray methodology, you're just throwing these key phrases everywhere, you're still not zoning in, you're still not focused on reaching the right people. But when you understand those key phrases and where to put it, Kimberly, that's where the magic happens. Absolutely. And you know, once you've got those key phrases defined, once you've talked to your audience and found out not only what were they searching for, but where did they actually find you, what is the next step? Well, once you've really done that, once you've gotten an idea of what those key phrases are, the next thing you want to do is you want to figure out how to establish credibility. So certainly among your clients, you might have credibility as being the go-to electrician or the go-to dentist. But to get out of your existing audience and your existing network, to build more audience and more network, you want to start establishing credibility by looking for opportunities such as podcasts or guest blogging, places where you can share your expertise to people that aren't in your existing network. And it's really not hard to find anymore. There's so many great opportunities to join other experts and influencers in your industry and share what your expertise is. You could start with a simple Google search, but what I would suggest is those very key phrases I've asked you to work hard at defining, use those in Google and just add the word podcast or add the word journalist or add the word magazine. And when you start including those keywords in the key phrasing that defines you, you start to define and find the people who are talking to the very audience and the very industry you want to focus on. Absolutely. And I would take that one step further as well. It's like if you've realized you love talking about what you do and you think podcasting is great, for example, you know, going to the podcasting distribution platforms and just putting in 
you know, plumbing podcast or yeah. searching for the categories and then you'll get a list, right? You'll get an idea or, you know, finding communities. I think we connected on a community for podcasters looking for guests and looking for hosts. Exactly. So it's very true that there are so many different ways that you can find credibility building opportunities and there's so much opportunity out there now. It's it's a completely different world than it was even five or 10 years ago when you needed like all the connections to get to people. But now you have all of these different methods of getting in front of the people that are already looking for your help. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. And, and when we start with marketability and figuring out those key phrases and move into credibility, it really, really helps establish you as not only that go-to expert to new people, But let's be honest, it really helps build your confidence as well. The more you share and the more you put out there, it's it's almost like it's like spinach to pot by. It really, really gives you that feeling of 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 surety in what it is that you're sharing and putting out there. (laughs) Spinach to Popeye. That's great. Uh, (laughs) You know, it's 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 candy to Popeye, right? Because Popeye's always eating spinach. So, you know, once you've got your key phrases and then you've found the opportunities for building your credibility, is there a particular way you should approach those credibility building opportunities? Are there types of things you should do or shouldn't do? Well, actually, you definitely want to ensure that you are positioning yourself as not only the go-to expert for what it is you want to talk about on that expert's platform, but you also want to try and do the work for them. The last thing you want to do is send a blank message with the words, hey, I'd like to be on your podcast. You really want to showcase exactly what it is your expertise is and how it fits into the theme of that podcast. So what I do see a lot of experts who try and do things on their own do is they'll just randomly spray and pray with with requests. Hey, love to be. I'd love to guest blog. I'd love to be on your podcast. But they haven't really built a value proposition to say, Hey, I'd love to be on your podcast because I think your listeners could benefit from this. Or Hey, I'd love to guest blog on your website because I feel like your readers would get the most out of this. And when you build that value proposition to other experts, it really, really shows what it shows them why it makes sense to have you on that on their show or on their platform. Absolutely. That is so key. And I'm so glad that you included that because it's one of those things where, you know, as a podcast host, I get a lot of requests for interviews, right? And so I want to know what is it you can talk about? What is it that you're going to, you know, what value do you bring? But it's true for anything that you're going to do in marketing. You can't just create your marketing from a perspective of this is what I want to talk about. It needs to be from the perspective of how can I provide value and help to my audience so that they do want to learn more about me and what I do? And you know, if you're talking about being on a credibility building platform, if you're talking about just you randomly posting on a social media, whatever method you're using, it's, it's really great to come from that perspective. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think it's really important as well to honor that expert's time by doing that. For sure. I mean, all of us are busy, right? All of us have so many other things that we have to be doing. So making it really simple to say yes, it's key. You know, I've got like a really long application for people to fill out for uh, being on the show so that when I bring somebody on, I know what we're going to talk about. I know that they have done their homework, as you will, and that they're ready to talk about their favorite topics and how that's going to benefit my audience. So having that kind of that sit down with yourself and figuring out, well, what are those phrases? How can I make sure to be talking about those phrases and making sure that I'm talking to the right people? And one of the best ways to do that is with the credibility building platform. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and that sort of leads into that third part of what you want to do to establish yourself as an expert online, which is visibility. All of the things we've talked about are certainly great ways to get you found online. But the direct SEO method that a lot of experts don't share is this concept of citations. So you're not only using your credibility time to find other experts and share on their platform, you want to find other platforms that are perhaps speak for your industry, perhaps they're advocates for your industry. And you want to see about how you can get yourself listed in their database. Sometimes it's free and sometimes it costs a fee. But what happens here is really interesting. So we look at these databases and we presume, well, you know what, Kimberly, I'm one of 600 people here. Do I really, really want to be on this on this database. But if it's a website, if it's a database that has a lot of juice, it's well-recognized within its industry, it's very popular, it creates what's called a citation. Google loves citations because then it credits you with extra search engine points. And so just to clarify, what that means is the more databases that are relevant to my expertise that I'm in, the more Google says, wow, this Bob guy, seems to be pretty relevant to this expertise. Let's give him more juice when people search for these key phrases. So it's another great way to get past your competition because honestly, Kimberly, I can promise you, there are not a lot of experts who are trying to master SEO that are using citations. And it's one of the easiest ways to start building credibility on search engine optimization because you could do it yourself because again, a lot of them are free. And quite frankly, you're really just posting and sharing information that you've probably got saved on your website already. So when you talk about databases and getting listed on those databases, are you talking about like getting a listing on an association page or are you talking about when somebody does like backlinking? Yes. (laughs) So let's start with the first one. Absolutely an association page, perhaps a chamber page, but let's say I'm a dentist. I really want to find those websites for databases that are fairly specific to dentistry. So, you know, it might be a dentist database, a local dentist database, or it might be a database that talks about mouth guards. It might be a database that talks about dentures. But you really want to try and build into databases that have some relevancy to your expertise, right? To the other point of what you're saying, backlinking, it's, that's pretty much the same as citations. The key difference here. Citations is a database entry. You're generally putting your name, your website, probably your business address, just, you know, basic statistical information. Backlinking comes from contributing something of value to a website. So earlier we had said credibility, such as podcasts or guest blogging. Those are amazing ways to get backlinking as well. And as you're probably thinking, it also gives you SEO juice too. Absolutely. And, and you know, backlinking, if, uh, if a listener out there doesn't know what that means, basically, it's just saying a website with authority is giving a link to your website and you get to borrow a little bit of the first website's authority by doing that. So for example, when people appear on my podcast, all of the show notes will have a link back to their website. So uh, anyone who is has appeared on the show, you know, they get some of my website authority brought to theirs. And the more you have of that, which it goes to credibility and it also goes to visibility, it's just another way for you to get found. You, you, you hit it right on the head. Thank you for clarifying that. It really is. It's a reference to Google from one website with some juice to your website to say, hey, Bob's pretty good at this. Let's give him more juice when people are searching for those key phrases. So you can see how it's a formula. It's defining the key phrase, getting into the right citations, and getting into the right podcasting, sorry, backlinking opportunities by partnering with podcasters or other platform experts. 
Absolutely. You know, we've talked about so many great things in this short period of time about how to make sure you've defined what you want to be found for. That's very, very key in the beginning. Turning that into key phrases, asking your audience to make sure you've got those key phrases correct, and how to get credibility and visibility online with really easy methods that don't cost a lot of money. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're almost out of time and I we've gotten so much great things here. And it's really powerful for a lot of people out there to find that, you know, it's very possible to get found online, especially as being an expert as to who you are, and that those of us out there who are looking for a particular expert, we like the know, like, and trust factor. We like working with individuals. It's not just about a random topic. So, you know, all of these different things that we've talked about, what would you say is like that first step? What is the immediate action item people need to do so they can start going on that path to getting found online? So what's interesting is I love to talk to people that are starting down the expertise path. So naturally you would think it's, it's that market research to find the key phrasing. But what I'll actually say is the first step to becoming an expert is believing you're an expert. Here's the thing. A lot of us suffer from this idea uh, as entrepreneurs called humility. And when you're in the expert realm, you really have to own the fact that you are that knowledge expert and that you own that knowledge expert. So before you get into any of the things that we talked about today, Kimberly, you really want to think about that headspace you're in. Do you feel like you're that expert? Do you feel like you're the go-to person? Can you stand up in front of a room, whether five people or 500 people, and share the very same knowledge to either audience? It's really, really important to own that, that confidence because that's going to be the first step for you to pursue any other opportunities for backlinking for citations or for figuring out what key phrasing is. I could not agree more. It's one of those things that, you know, a lot of us suffer from is imposter syndrome or or not feeling that we've got no enough. And one of the first things I was ever told when I was first starting out with copywriting was somebody told me, you know, hey, look, you're not going after the people who have 15 years of experience doing marketing and they're looking for a copywriter. You're going after the people who you know 10% more than. So, you know, I, I went through training, I got certified. So automatically I knew more. I was a little bit further along the path than the majority of people I was reaching out to. It's like, if you know 10% more than the person behind you, then you can help them. So obviously you are an expert to them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's a really great point. All right. So, you know, that first step is to believe that you are the expert and help defining that for yourself so that you can go out there and be visible and be credible and be out on the internet and be findable for people. You know, so I want to say thank you so much, Bob, for coming on, for sharing your wisdom, for bringing us such great examples to explain all of this stuff. If people want to learn more about you and what you do, uh, how can they get in touch with you? I I have two main sources. I love sending people over to my website, bobminhas.ca. So you can simply Google it or ideally just type in B-O-B-M-I-N-H-A-S.ca. And I I know Kimberly will add it to the show notes. Or I love to be found on LinkedIn. I love having conversations and connecting with people on LinkedIn. Just put in my name in the search window and you'll be able to find me. Fantastic. Do be sure to go check out bobminhas.ca. I got that right. And uh, connect with him on LinkedIn and and find out how you can start positioning yourself as that expert. So you're bringing in more of the right people that you can best help with your service or with your products. And that can also help you grow and scale as an entrepreneur. Bob, once again, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Kimberly, for having me. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the Audience Converter Podcast. For more information and important links about today's show or for access to our website, visit 
theaudienceconverter.com. Take a moment to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.